0: I've had to like get unwrapped in other people's podcast and be like this is your journey these are your guests you need to take it how it is and make it your own and I think that's been the biggest challenge is actually making sure that I stay truly authentic to myself. Hello
1: listener my name is V, the voice of pod and I am the host of Podcaster podcaster is a show where i ask podcast creators a number of random questions then they give spontaneous open and honest answers about life and the podcast they have created hello podcaster hello please introduce yourself and your podcast to our listeners
0: Hi, V. Thank you for having me. So, my name's Ashveen Coley, and my podcast is called Hear Me Raw with Ashveen Coley. Thank you for joining us, Ashveen.
1: How are you today?
0: I am great, thank you. I just had a bit of ice cream, so it's looking good. Are you ready? I think I am. Let's do this. Great. Let's begin.
1: Why did you decide to start your podcast?
0: Um, Well, I think realistically, it was probably because every one of my family and friends was just a bit fed up of me talking about um, minority role models and these really cool people that were doing really interesting things. And I was just going down rabbit hole after rabbit hole of, um, you know, people's life stories and other podcasts as well. Um, And I think the one thing that I really recognized was the lack of positive championing minority podcasts and I think because I talked about it so much everyone was just so fed up so I think it was just one of those things that every podcaster does um, where they just decide to recruit the internet as their listening buddy and um, I managed to you know convince a bunch of people um, to join me and talk about it as well.
1: What do you hope people will learn from listening to your podcast?
0: I I think the key takeaway is that there is such a big pool of people, role models, champions in every industry that looks and sounds like them. And I think we've gotten to a point where, you know, as the diasporas and the minorities of the world are becoming, you know, the first known, you know, insert role here, you know, first managing director of a large investment bank or a big company or a music label or you know an artist and things like that and i really want the wider community to actually see that we do exist and we're proud and we have amazing work that we want to show off as well really um and you know we're here to stay describe yourself in three words oh extrovert um i would also say i'm detailed bit of a nerd in that way but um and then the third one i would say a minimalist i think that's a that's probably a fair three words yeah
1: (laughs) what animal would you want to be reincarnated as
0: Oh, you know what, I've actually had some funny reactions to this question. So an old colleague of mine used to say that I was similar to in the Madagascar animated film, the, the Lima, the very hyperactive little bunny, basically, which I obviously opposed and hated very quickly, but it kind of makes sense. But I think if I was going to be actually reincarnated, Um, I'd like to think that I'd be some kind of dog. I'm definitely of that, you know, outgoing, loud, likes to, you know, just be one with the world and the people and things like that. (laughs) Are
1: you an early bird or
0: always late? I'm always just a little bit late. I'm like, it's not... It's a very bad habit of mine, but I'm always like at least one or two minutes late, but it's enough that you're kind of on time. Um, But sadly, I never can find myself waking up early and going to the gym or to a yoga class. That's like borderline torture for me.
1: (laughs) What has been the biggest challenge making your podcast?
0: Oh, I think what I would say has been the biggest challenge is not actually making the podcast but allowing comparison to creep in Um, and I think coming into the world and working with it I'm very blessed to have five producers and sound people that are there to jump in the moment i can't figure out something um or you know can't make ways with some type of content or questions that I might want to you know ask my guests but I think going back to my point I really do think that comparison is the thief of joy sometimes you I've, I've had to like get unwrapped in other people's podcast, and be like this is your journey these are your guests you need to take it how it is and make it your own and I think that's been the biggest challenge is actually making sure that I stay truly authentic to myself because it's very easy to get swept up in what other people and other podcasts are doing and because we're trying to do something so different from the other um, podcasts in that area I think it's something I've always had to make sure I like stop deviating and come back in my lane. (laughs) What's your worst habit? Oh, Not thinking before I speak, 100%. And also the facial expressions. I think my worst habit is like, you know when you hear something and you're like, what? No. And your inside voice becomes your outside voice. (laughs) I think that's definitely my worst habit. Um, I think it also means that I become, you know, less political shall we say so i have to kind of like i try to i I have to try and check myself but i think my worst habit is literally letting my most natural instinct of a reaction to you know come out when sometimes i should have taken a second
1: (laughs) what worries you about the future
0: oh I'm quite good at not worrying too much. I think what I would say is that in terms of my, not necessarily belief system, but I guess way of living is trying to be very present in the moment and be conscious of if you do, obviously everyone has future desires and wishes and goals, but it's almost not being too attached to them. And I actually really love this Buddhist quote, which says, attachment is suffering. And it's this, it, it, it does atta- bring itself to things like what goals or what, expectations do you have and if you are so attached to something naturally the world comes in and everything crashes down and things happen which is so natural Um, but the more attached you are to something the less likely I feel we are to be able to adapt to that change and say you know what this has happened let's move on let's change but I do think that when it comes to that I do try and be conscious to say it's okay you don't need to worry about it if there's nothing you can do then what can you really do right (laughs) so I think that's my answer to that one money or fame money 100% and I mainly because I don't want fame I don't I'm not hugely attracted to the whole idea of you know fame and the like everyone knowing everything about your life i'm thinking like extreme fame like kardashian fame like elon musk um it just seems a bit too intrusive and i really do value my freedom um and i think actually money is something that once we do have financial freedom um we do get freedoms in other ways so you get time you get you know the capacity to be able to travel more and things like that so yeah I'd I'd pick money
1: what has been one of the most interesting things you've learned in one of your episodes Mm.
0: so actually I think one really cool one was almost like comical was really knowing and learning about the music industry. So I come from a um, investment banking and data planning background. So that world is, I'm like a super nerd. So when I got to talk to Kirini, who is the co-founder of the Break the Noise Records, So she's done music with Bollywood stars and Bollywood movies and uh, Jay Sean, and people like him, honestly, like these amazing names. And she just sat there and was telling me all these like, little um, anecdotes of how it works inside and um, what it's like chatting to these really big like idolized people from my childhood Um, it was just so interesting to be like you know you've got this young woman just like sitting around and like telling these like impressive stars off for like not you know messing about and things like that so I think it was really interesting to learn about how you know, the insides of the music industry is because I think sometimes we get a very serious view of it and, you know, it's it can sometimes be like, look, well, I mean, I'm sure it is very, very hard, but um, yeah, that was really interesting to hear.
1: What's your favourite song lyric?
0: Oh, I think I need to a second to think about this. Hmm. Um, one that I think I really come back to a lot um, is it's just a very relaxed song it's a song from Ella Mai called Naked um, and I can't remember the exact lyrics but it's essentially about what um, you know things that she as a person needs to then to be seen for who who she is and essentially if you could love me naked right um and I always really like that because it's I think it comes back to my minimalist mentality of fundamentally if you took everything away what is it that we all fundamentally need to just be loved and cared for and supported and feel abundance have you
1: ever pretended to know more about a subject than you actually do
0: (laughs) I think every single day (laughs) Um yes, yes is the answer to that one. I have 100% applied the fake it to you make it strategy of life. <laughs> um I'll try not to laugh too much through that and be serious, but uh I think when I think a lot of the times when I have truly learned the subject more than anyone else in the room, I realize like for example, if I'm in a board meeting at work, and I realize I'm the most educated person on that subject there, you realize how much you don't actually need to know to get through it. And I think when I learned that, which was a few years ago, and quite young, I realized that you know what, if I do want to do something, I don't have to know absolutely everything for it. So things like the podcast, um, you know, I'm trying to flip a house right now, like taking off floorboards and I mean with these nails like god knows how I'm gonna get through it all but um it's been interesting that's definitely faking it till you make it um i also try and help with different charities do I know anything about it nope but google is my friend
1: (laughs) who was your first
0: crush uh okay I'm gonna go for celebrity crush because I don't really remember what my childhood crush was but um Bradley from S Club 7 was definitely on the top of that list um yeah me and S Club 7 we had um we spent a lot of time together singing a lot of things and irritating my mom and my family I think even to this day to be fair I could happily put on an S Club 7 track and you know spend the next three minutes staring at Bradley but you know God touches us all in special ways right he was just special in that way
1: <laughs> do people come to you with their problems
0: yes and I think so okay so with the way I would answer this is that when it comes to the people that are in my life I'm very conscious of who's there and the kind of relationship I have with them so with my friends for example if they come to me with a a problem I'm very supportive by nature maybe it's my Gemini energy coming through but I instantly am like what can I do to help so but because I always give out that energy to other people I have to be really careful that I'm not constantly around people who Always have problems, if that makes sense, um, so I like to i I really do appreciate helping other people and vice versa, so I know that you know when I have problems that I can go back to them and um you know it's a full circle of life of these kinds of things, but yeah i'm I'm definitely the problem solver of the group <laughs> do you hold grudges? Oh no, I think this is going back to my Gemini energies. I really don't. I almost go the opposite way in like, I hate drama, I hate conflict. If there's even like conflict in the house, like as all families do, there'll be a little tiff and a falling out, and mom will always say that I'm the political one because. I'll try and just be like, it's fine, it's okay, it's not that big of a deal, and just pass on and carry on with it. So um, I definitely don't hold grudges.
1: Would you rather be liked or respected?
0: Mm, I think respected mainly because I've... So I think being in situations where you're liked can definitely get you in better circumstances. Um, I think naturally, you know, it's easier to influence when being liked as opposed to anything else, really. I think that's a general rule, I would see. but um, I think respect is something that you have to earn as well. i'm I'm aware of that. and I think I'd like to make sure that whatever, um, effort I'm putting into something that I am deserving of that respect and if I am then I would always prefer that because you know it means that I've done my bit to make sure that you know I, I feel like yeah it's my bit to do it as a as a person I'm trying to be a good person
1: <laughs> what makes you
0: laugh my own jokes all the time um no I do th- I have this really bad habit of cracking jokes and then laughing at myself um but I think my friends are the best things that makes me laugh I when I need like downtime and just to chill out I will just go and hang out with my friends and literally cry of laughter I'm one of those also those people that literally cry of laughter um I can't help it if I'm laughing I'm laughing <laughs>
1: What three episodes of your podcast would you recommend to new
0: subscribers? So I think what I would say is the Hear Me Raw podcast is very unique in every episode. So every episode is a completely different industry. It's a completely different person. Not one is similar to the other. Um, So I think for three that could interest maybe the same person, but all types of people I think one of my favorites was the brown doctors behind the NHS I think that one it's for the ones that aren't super squeamish because I do ask some very juicy questions because you know doctors work in the ER and they have all these they have great stories for sure so I think um that episode is just brilliant and hilarious in that sense um the second one I think I would say is Miss India and I think she's amazing in just what she's doing and breaking down these brown girl stigmas, um, you know, head on, these very very important conversations that are happening today and obviously as Miss India she has an even harder job because I mean, there's 1.4 billion of them, but she's on the global stage in addition to that. So she's obviously going globally, but doing it in a very grounded and humble way. It's not the whole Miss Congeniality Act, which I actually really enjoyed speaking about her to and, you know, realizing that, you know, what her um, intentions were with that role. Um, But yeah, she's just there to shake it up and have fun. So I think that was a brilliant one. Um, and then the third one, I think I would say is for um, very much the the business mindsets. And I think not just business mindsets, but people that are interested in doing things that they may never have thought they could do before, or, you know, maybe didn't have the mindset that they could achieve success um, and, you know, things like that. And I would say that episode is how to be a tech entrepreneur which was with the ceo of veanpool media um and i think that one was just great because the ceo tom he essentially just cuts all the the crap all the ceo ideology crap that we get to hear all the time when you're listening to podcasts of these heads of departments that don't really tell you what's going on and how they did it um he's very um phil knight in his approach and just kind of said it how it is and was like this was this was really hard and this is what we screwed up on and this was great and the best part I personally would say about that episode is obviously his entire business is set up on um well his clients are all set up on minority owned businesses as well um which just makes me even happier <laughs> Your podcast champions success within minority communities. How would you define success? Oh, that is a very good question and one that I ask to my guests a lot as well. Um, So I should probably have a very good answer for this. Um, I think success is very unique to every individual. And I think success, as if I could say to everyone, it should always change. Because you have different goals and different um, you know aspirations of what you want to do, even just on that given day, um, and maybe a few years on. But um, your success has to be driven in you know every single day of if there's some things that give you joy, then I think that would, create success for you and i think if you can provide joy to others i think that's also a success in itself i think that's what i would say
1: that's all the questions completed how did you find the experience
0: i think it was good i it was uh it was a fun one i'm glad that we got to spend this time together V. I appreciate it
1: Thank you again, Ashveen, for being a guest on Podcaster. It was nice to meet you.
0: It was lovely to meet you too.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Podcaster. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate and review. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at PodcasterPod. This podcast was brought to you by the Chancer Collective. Take care and until next time... Goodbye.